This is the Hashtag One Fear podcast, where the fear of the Lord and passion for Scripture guide us to truth. With so many options to decide what truth is, looking to God in Scripture can often be ignored, misapplied, or denied altogether. Hashtag One Fear exists to bring God and Scripture first in the pursuit of truth in a well-thought manner. Welcome to the Hashtag One Fear podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. We're here with Ray Lynn and Zach again, because the episode that we did with them earlier uh, that was released on March 29th, we promised, and I'll have to listen to it again because I don't think it was actual promise, but we said as an idea that you two would interview me and Danielle since we're a married couple of quite a long time. <laughs> oh, roll, roll in the eyes. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. And this is, everything is unprompted. They refuse to tell us anything. Isn't that right, love? Yeah. I don't Talk. know. I never asked Zachary if he would tell me. Right oh, you me. didn't. He tra- already agreed. <laughs> we weren't going to tell you guys. <sighs> Come on. All right. So we're on the worldwide interweb with Zach and we have Raylin here in the room. And uh, I don't know. Have we ever talked about what the room looks like? We're on the we're on the third floor. Um, so you know, if Raylin stops talking, <laughs> she went out. The- <laughs> I was chasing her with salt and vinegar chips. It's salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> trying to escape them. <laughs> Nasty. All right, so. I guess we don't need any other introduction for this. So if you guys want to start, go ahead and start asking us questions. Maybe you can introduce what the topic is. There's really no topic. No. It's us interviewing you two. Okay. Zach, you can go first. You have more questions than I do. Oh boy. Yeah, that's true. I guess. (laughs) Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How many... How many questions do you guys have? Don't worry about it. Just answer the question. All right. Everybody that's listening, do you see what we're dealing with? I've got the follow-up, so we're good. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So so the topic is basically uh, marriage and dating relationships from the viewpoint of um, the boomers. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) we're not that old. Are you sure? <laughs> Almost, but Zachary. Uh geez. I'm never getting invited back. Um, so <laughs> my first question I'll start is um, what do you know now that you wish you knew then? What is then? It's very uh I guess when you first started dating, for example. <clears throat> well, this year we're married 13 years, right? So when we started dating 15, 15, 14, 14, yeah, 14 years ago. It was, I mean, we, when we started officially dating, we only dated, was it just over a year or under a year? 16 months from 16, when we started yeah. dating to when we got married. Yeah. So what, what do we know about relationships and marriage since then is, you are very broad with this question. Yeah, I know. It's very generic. I would say kind of just, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like, was there something um, back then that, I don't know, in comparison to now that, like, you wish you knew or something, um, maybe something difficult that at the time seemed difficult and now, like, you understand it better and you wish you would have known it at that time, if that makes sense. Something like that. I, well, I mean, um, I know everything, so. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like when I was at that part, I was at that point in my life where I was like, I like, not that I was into fooling around or anything, but I was like, I just, I need, I want to be more serious with this kind of stuff. So I always had this mindset of like, hmm. I need to learn. I need to, know who she is if I'm really going to commit to anything. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, that's kind of hard. Like I don't, I know it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard first yeah. question to just like, but thank you. For that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think, yeah, we can edit out the uh, white noise. Yeah. So that's cool. Formulate thoughts. 
Wasn't it Rod Stewart that saying, uh, I, I wish that I knew what I know <laughs> when I was younger? <laughs> oh, wow. Do you wish you knew how crazy Dom was? I already knew that. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think she married me? Yeah, never okay. A, That's never why. a dull moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I could like probably give you specifics about our relationship, but when it comes to marriage and relationships altogether, I wouldn't say there's any concept that yeah. throw me off. Like that okay. stuff, I wasn't. Um, yeah, it was kind of like we already knew ahead of time. Like this marriage is tough. You know, it, it's not yeah. going to be cloud nine twenty four seven. It's gonna. It takes work. It takes uh, sacrifice. It takes giving things up. It takes I th- accepting things. Right. I think my advice for people that is uh, probably more the popular thing is. That once that feeling is gone, you know, all let's go our separate ways because we have irreconcilable differences or we just don't feel that way anymore. Um, Or to just give up when things get hard because there can be some really, really hard things. And I think it's and I and I get I think I, I really do get maybe why some people do give up. They might not have that hope. They might not view marriage as the covenant that it actually is. I think we've stripped the marriage commitment of its actual. Yeah. It seems like depth. it's, yeah. it seems like it's become a cliche thing that people are like, Oh, it's just one of those things you do and yeah. really don't understand the commitment that uh, is needed for it. Um, I mean, take, for example, like plants, you can buy the plant, and you could say, I love this plant, you know, it smells so, the flower smells so nice, <laughs> but you know, if you don't work it, if you don't, if, you know, plant it and take care of the soil, uh, water yeah. it, it's going to die. Like you need to do that in marriage. You need to, uh, be willing to stick your neck out and water your own garden and water and your own, not garden. admire not other people's else's. gardens. <laughs> yeah. I'd say the one piece of advice that maybe I'm just now realizing that I probably heard after we got married was being the right person, not necessarily just looking for the right person. Um, yes. Yeah. So sometimes we look too much to what that other person can bring us. And if they're everything we want them to be, and then we don't realize that we're not working on ourselves. Was there anything, any other thoughts on that specific question or, no, not really. Yeah, yeah. that's no, that's no, those are really good answers. Um, I guess I'll, I guess I can keep going and then we'll throw Raylan's question in there somewhere. I actually um, have a follow up to that question. Oh, no, okay. go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so it kind of goes off of what you said about marriage being a cliche and it's not as important as it once was. You and I have had the conversation of how cohabitation has become bigger and marriage is more irrelevant. Do you feel looking back? Like, did that impact your marriage, like impact the beginning of your relationship at all? Was the fact that you guys didn't live together first. You followed the rules. Wait, there's rules. (laughs) (laughs) You you can definitely look into the research that's been done on that on um, actually relationships don't go as well when you have cohabitated, habitated, whatever the word is (laughs) first. Um, But I think all of that comes back to commitment and um, commitment is hard, which is why I I honestly think it's called commitment because you have to say, you know, whatever comes hell or high water, like I'm in this. And I think with things like cohabitation and the whole, I need to try it out first. um, That to me is what the dating relationship is about as you know, you're getting to know that person. You don't necessarily need to live with, they're not a car. You don't need to try them out. If you are in something doing things like co cohabit, I really can't say, I don't know what the word is. Um, Cohabitate. Thank you. Um, I think that's what it is. It doesn't sound right, but I think it is. <laughs> it's kind of that in between step of, I'm not quite totally committed yet. And I think that in some ways there's a lot more to look at in yourself about that kind of mindset. Um, 
because I don't think it's as simple as saying, I'm, we're, you know, we're just seeing how this works. I feel like there's something deeper there because you're not willing to say I'm in it with this person. I don't know if any of that made sense. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Well, like going into marriage uh, and actually, you know, even if you're not looking into getting married or anything and not in a relationship, know that in all relationships, we are called to serve. And when it comes to marriage, uh, uh, the, the word that's often used that you're the, you're each other's partner, you know, what was that? What was that one meme or whatever? Help. I think they use the word helper and, uh, it, it seems like, no, you're, you're not helping them as if like they're incapable of doing so much. Um, but you're a partner and together you endure through things and help each other and, uh, pick up the slack when you, when needed or take a hold of that slack and yank it back, <laughs> you know, whatever, yeah, uh, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. Uh, did you have any other questions, Raylan, on that? Nope. Or? We're good to okay. answer that. Okay. For now. I say so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so next question, uh, what's your thoughts on young marriage and specifically, like, do you think it's to help you out? Is it more about maturity, would you say, or age? Danielle's yeah. all for young well, marriage. Well, you know, you got it both, both sides. Cause how, what's our <laughs> age difference? Six and a half. Okay. When we got Six. married, I had turned 20 <laughs> three weeks before that. Yeah. Not um, even a month. Yeah. And you turned 27 exactly four months after we got married. I'm glad you know all these numbers. Anyway, um, to answer your question, I've had this conversation with people before. Um, yeah. It is not a, a uh, one size fits all. It really is more about maturity because there are some 20 year olds who have a good head on their shoulders, know what they're wanting. And then there's some 40 year olds who I don't think have any business getting married. Um, <laughs> it really just, it, it, it depends on the maturity yeah. of whether or not they realize the commitment and if they're willing to put in, and be the person that they need to be for that relationship. I mean, we're all going to yeah. mess up, but you can't go into it lightly just going, yeah, we'll just see how this works out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Marriage is not for the flipping. Yeah. yeah. Marriage is not yeah. for the flipping. If it's going to be uh, like we keep saying, I think we, <laughs> we keep on going back to commitment. Um, yeah. You know, if it, if it comes down to you're going to commit to something, um, uh, there, there are some things that you need to consider, especially if you're younger. Um, uh, I remember being taught and it didn't really apply to, to us. Cause we just knew, like we knew we wanted to, uh, live life together. Uh, but yeah. you know, when you're going into marriage, there are many things that you're going to give up. And one of which is singleness. And, uh, sometimes that's yeah. one of those things that you just, you need to grieve over, take over that time, really consider the fact that you're going to be dependent on and, uh, and on the other side of the coin, you're also going to be able to depend on. Um, so when it comes to making that decision, I think it's very wise to understand what you, exactly you're letting go of. Like, like because, what are the costs? Yeah. Yeah. Weigh, weigh, yeah. weigh everything. Um, yeah. uh, because honestly, I don't think many people think of it, think in terms like that, uh, that it's like, Oh, we love each other. And we're going to go in this direction. But you know, when it comes to yeah. marriage, you are giving a lot of things up and you're taking on a lot of things as well. Um, it can't just be a, I, I like them. I love them and I want to be with them. You know, it has to be, yeah. How is this marriage going you're to not affect? always going to feel those things? Yeah. You're not going to always feel those. <laughs> right. Um, because honestly, a marriage does not just affect the couple. It affects many, many people and wherever yeah. you're living, your community is going to be affected by that. You know, so there's, That's there's true. a lot to consider, but. Yeah. And you marry the other family too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to consider. Um, any other thoughts on that one? Interesting. 
Um, cool. So, All right, Raylan, you're really making me nervous not asking. I asked for one question. What are you talking about? I know, but like one of your original questions. Wait, it's coming. <sighs> yeah, do we want to save Raylan? Is it Raylan, warm in here? Go... <laughs> do you want to go last and like drop the bomb on them or do you just want That's me to fine, because it's a what do you think is that a good last one? <laughs> oh, hey, you know I, her I question so. oh yeah he does oh. i do <laughs> <laughs> i do so i don't know yeah it's up to you guys but we conspired well like i said i'm the one that edits these so <laughs> bring it <bud. laughs> awesome all right. all right so next next question do you think god calls people to marry a specific person I don't. I'm getting fiery eyes. <laughs> oh, I think it's another eye. It depends. Yeah. God very clearly chose Rebecca for Isaac. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it's a, oh, I missed my soulmate. Um, <laughs> but I think if we're not on, on a different kind of side of that, is that I think there's a danger also in anybody yeah. could be for me. Um I think people need to realize like, you know, when you have, once again, that word committed to somebody, that's the person like there oh, can yeah. no longer be a, Oh, but what if somebody better comes along or <laughs> maybe I'm going to miss my soulmate if I settle for this person. Um, yeah. But that's, so that's another thing is going into marriage as Christians should be very prayerfully done and, you know, seek, I'd say seek wise counsel because you can get advice that's kind of, I mean, like I was told, you're you're really young. You really want to waste your life getting married this young. And it's like, well, you don't know me. You don't know what right. I want. Um, but so listening to family members and like your grandparents and um, observing too. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. how many how many families, how many married couples in our family that I think of my my aunt and uncle. Um, like they've been married so long, and it's like I just look at them and like it's possible, yeah. you know, do they become your person? You know, so you, there might not be that one person out there that you're supposed to look for and only marry them, but they are your one person once you have. That's a good way of answering. Yeah. And really, I think that mindset as well is like, yes, I, I think I'm being called to marry that specific person. And it just happens to be the person that I really think is attractive, <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, hold on there. Right. Right. You know, that's, we that's can't also mix, very dangerous. Yeah. We can't mix up our, uh, emotions with our, what our spirit is being told. hundred percent. hundred percent. Another question. How did having so here we go? How did having less modern technology back then make communication and dating wow, different today? What was it like talking just through a can and a string? Nice, just to make you feel nice and old. Did I ever tell you that Sophia asked um what it was if, if we had TVs when I was little? I'm like, how old did do you, you think have a TV? I am? Did you have a TV? Oh man, I'm I was I was in high school when PlayStation One. Um, okay. and now we're on five. So right? let's put it this way. When <laughs> yep. we started, when we started dating, smartphones were not out yet. Not in like, yeah, the, right. uh, like we got a smartphone, I think a year. One of yours was a ne- one of those Nextel things, wasn't it? My very first phone was Your a first... Nextel yeah. walkie talkie phone. Mine was this <laughs> big hunk of a thing, uh, because my parents were like, you need a phone because you're a horrible driver. <laughs> so back to the question, I think it made, we had to be a lot more intentional. Um, and there was a lot more, um, there was a lot more face-to-face time. When yeah. We, could. I, we, we lived on college together, yeah. uh, campus together, and we're basically neighbors where our buildings were right next to each other. Yeah. And uh, I started realizing, hey, she's conveniently coming out when I do. <laughs> really? Um, I think there was. Much, We're going to go there at some point. I think there was much less distraction um, <laughs> because I think it's easy to be, you know, have your have a phone in hand or something and not realize, like, I haven't made eye contact with this person in 10 minutes. And um, and that's like in all of life. That's not 
I mean, it's like in every relationship, whether it's a friendship or a marriage, but um, it, it took a lot more. Yeah. Like There wasn't calling and texting whenever you wanted to. There was a limit on how many texts I could send. I couldn't call him oh, after yes. nine o'clock. You know? I couldn't stand <laughs> when people would send me texts. I'm like, I'm running out of minutes. <laughs> I got yelled uh, at if I called him before nine o'clock PM because it cost <laughs> money. Like, you know, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, oh. so yes, where it wasn't way back then. It was still, you know, Facebook was a newer thing. Um, yeah. I Oh, actually, this is funny. Uh, one of my friends was like, hey, did you get your Facebook yet? And on on our campus, like all those students and new students, they had like a booklet. So you get to know who they are and where they're from and stuff like that. Uh, it, and it looked like almost like a yearbook, but just like a, a Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah. And everybody called that the Facebook. So every, <laughs> someone's asked me, hey, did you get your Facebook? I'm like, so like everybody got it when they when they came to college like and like no the facebook like i was like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it, was, it was the days of aim zanga what, we, was we another used. big one and uh what was the one for bands um, myspace okay. yeah myspace where yeah. you ranked your friends myspace yeah. myspace yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah back when we were children <laughs> So I'd say that's uh, how it affected it. There's a lot more intentionality and a lot less distraction when we first started dating. No, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah it's like you, you couldn't even, you would have to pay money to send paragraph text messages. <laughs> you yeah. just got charged $2 for sending yeah. that. <laughs> and what's, what's funny is to transmit a text was like a fraction of a penny too. And they're like, yeah, oh, that's $10 for that one. One overage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a follow-up to that question. Oh, boy. Here we go. Go for it. All right. So you've obviously been, I don't know the best word, mentors or whatever to lots of people because you guys are great to talk to. Oh, I was aiming for tormentor. But, That's fine. Yeah. That's what you do to me. I'm <laughs> pretty sure like you're the only person. No, more people talk to you than that. <laughs> How have you seen that this way of communicating has affected relationships? And even has it affected yours? Like, has it affected how you two communicate? Um. Yeah. I mean, accessibility. Well, not just that. The, the, like I like answers quicker. Um, yeah. When it comes to seeing how it affects other people, if you take things like Facebook and such, most of the time, all you see is people's living their best life. Um, so, you know, they're not, you, you don't know what you're getting necessarily. Um, yeah. You only post the pictures that are the like glamorous and then the people tag you in the ones where you look like yeah. somebody from the Goonies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so where I like the accessibility of, I like being able to get a hold of him and having that option at the same time, I think that's made us impatient, um, like all together as a society, because we want an answer now. Yeah. We want to be able to get a hold of somebody and they didn't answer me. It's been five minutes. Oh my gosh. Did, yeah. Are they mad at me? Did we do something? Are we going to break up? Like you have, there's an anxiety I think that comes with that. Yeah. Especially like, yeah. even if they do answer, you don't have to say things right then and there uh, because maybe you should stop and think about what you're going to say first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like you just, yeah. Oh, I'm going to reply and I hit send and it's like, Oh, what have I done? <laughs> I mean, you could take what the, have I done? you could take the darker side of it to where now with you know you have a computer in your pocket, um, so you have access to pornography and other types yeah. of things a lot more easily. Um, I mean, that was always out there, but generally you were going into a store or something where you know if you were seeing yeah. <laughs> it, it would have been embarrassing for you, um, right? So I think that there's just, there's so many dating apps, there's hookup apps, there's, I mean, even Snapchat can be used because, you know, yeah. you you're, you're not was, tracking those pictures. Um, so just there's... It was originally traded for that too. Yeah. So there's a lot of other yeah. like temptations that I think the desires and that sin were, were always there, but there's new ways of that getting in the way of things. Yeah. Any other follow-up questions for Lynn? You're good. um okay so this is this is kind of similar to the first question but um and we don't know the answer (laughs) 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 so i'm gonna say what part of scripture helped slash influenced 
your marriage the most during difficult times? Oh, oh. the look on Daniel's face. Oh lot. my goodness. <laughs> like, and if you can't think of a specific scripture, that's okay. I Just mean, there's, kind of, there's uh, a lot. I, I middle named yeah. him. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and, there, and there's been so many things that we've gone through together that's like, yeah. Right. Each one of those can be a separate episode, like literally. <laughs> okay, so what are some of them um, that would have definitely... Early, how about we do this, like maybe something early on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Okay, because, yeah, there's, there's lots and... Go ahead and answer then. Oh, okay. Well, for me... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So I'm I'm guessing we're not on the same page. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I what was I studying doing? scripture and Danielle was not because she's such a sinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, not like, I mean, early on in when we first met, you know, being, I mean, I grew up in church, but fairly new to engaging and studying scripture, uh, you know, you go to the love chapter first Corinthians 13 and it's like, oh, I wanted to avoid it so much because like, that's what everybody talked about when it comes to, when it comes to love. But that's one of those yeah. things that I, I did venture towards and, and studied a little bit. And one of the things that uh, really stuck out to me is the, the last one uh, of what love is and what, what it's supposed to, uh, exemplify and that love endures all things. And like, I look back after almost 13 years and it's like endures all things. Like, yeah, all things means all things. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I think that that had a bit of an influence on decision-making with, uh, getting married and, you know, how to handle certain things because it is supposed to endure through all things. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Yeah, like, it's like without God, you just see like how many relationships will really fail um, and cannot really endure through certain things um, like challenges in life. Um, no, that's that's a really good answer. Um, that's all so for honey, me right now. I don't have. Them. <laughs> <You> don't have <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I failed miserably. <laughs> I, I, well, I was confused why you were saying his middle name. I thought it was like because too much of a question. Because he should have given me a heads up on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, I, hey, I have my laptop open, ready to look up verses and everything. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think I have like a. Yeah, nothing specific, but like something that had come yeah. up that I remember. But I think just yeah. on top of you bringing up the love chapter, I think what's sad is a lot of people will avoid it anymore because it's so overused. But if you take the time and you sit and you read to really digest what it says, it really is a beautiful chapter and much deeper than how it's kind of flippantly thrown around. Um, because it's not, yeah. not just in marriage. I mean, it's how we are supposed to live in every relationship. Yeah. But, um, so I guess that's yeah, my, my encouragement is everybody. don't just ignore it or just, you know, read through it really quickly, sit and think about what each of those things is actually saying. Suck the marrow out of it. Yes. Go ahead, Zach. Next question. <laughs> and on that note, actually, <laughs> it's actually all for me right now. Um, Oh boy, here we go. Really. And, uh, <laughs> okay. And if you know, I think of any follow ups, my own, you know, we'll see. Bring it. Okay. Are you going to make Danielle blush? <laughs> It'll take a lot for that. <laughs> okay. One popped in my head, and I've just been trying to figure out how to oh word it. Okay. Um, well, use English and use your hands. And yeah, talk with I'm hands. Italian. That just happens naturally. <laughs> Seems to be that most of our guests are Italians. I don't understand why. We're just drawn to them for some yeah. reason, especially this Italian. Yeah. Have you guys ever felt that your relationship felt distanced? That maybe you, because you guys just have always seemed so close, but has there ever been a time where you really felt maybe you were not losing each other, but not the way you are? 
And how did you come back from that? Since we're talking about marriage and relationships and all this stuff. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. And I, some of the times that might have been at the same time and some of the times. I think most of the time it was the same time. Yeah. Uh, what I mean, the first thing that came to my mind is when we had miscarriages that, you know, we both mm -hmm. grieved differently. So it was kind of hard to, yeah, it, it just holding each other just wasn't enough. It seemed, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we came back from it. Oh, we're stubborn. We're I both think, babies of the family. <laughs> I think with the miscarriage one, it wasn't necessarily anything to come back from. I think it was getting on the same page. Yeah. Um, because it was specifically after Shiloh that it was, I want to say at least five months. That Our second we were, month. Yeah, we yeah. were pretty bullheaded. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, it did. It just took a conversation after a while for us to get back on the same road. We weren't distant in all ways, um, but it definitely put a rift there until we yeah. got that worked out. But um, there's been a lot of stuff. Um, I'd say we've endured a lot for a a short shortish long marriage <laughs> um job issues church issues all sorts yeah. of stuff have Judge. i'd say one of your jobs yeah in particular yeah that was um i had come home christmas eve and was like i quit my job and then she's like i'm oh. pregnant <laughs> oh wow yeah so <clears throat> But it, I mean, God, I think God really showed up in those moments too. He, yeah. he provided for us. It's funny how, how well he provided for us because like, I'm like, we need this amount of money to pay the bills and we get a check in the mail that we overpaid for like the gas bill or electric or something yeah. like that. And it was like uh, enough with a little bit extra to uh, get those bills paid. And uh, word got around that I walked out and uh, that I left. I don't advise that, by the way. <laughs> Everybody's like, you're so brave. I'm like, is that the word? <laughs> my wife almost killed me. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess word got around and my previous employer was like, hey, come back. So, yeah. and I've been there ever since. I'd say the fact that giving up wasn't an option. So yeah. when things felt distant, um, we, we knew it wouldn't, we wouldn't let it last. Yeah. God, <laughs> there are definitely yeah. times where I, yeah. I know that God and, gave me grace in my reactions. And to honest, honestly, there should be times that you need to distance yourselves um, because I, I just don't think it's realistic to say, oh, me and my wife never uh, get in a fight and everything is cloud nine and we just get along and we agree about everything. And it's like, no, that's not real. Like sometimes it gets to the point where you just need to walk away. You know? That's also not the kind of distance that we're talking about. Yeah. That's, I don't hey, think it's ever we're in a heated it. relation. Yeah. We're in a heated fight. Let's <laughs> step away. I mean, cause yeah. you, you had the other, well, we've never had arguments that got to the yeah. point of that we've, for that very reason yeah. that, you know, just stop and think. Because there is the the aspect in the in the Bible that does talk about actually don't take too long apart because when you do yeah. that is when it allows for temptations and sin to come in and separate you further. Um, so yeah. when it comes to like distance, distance, like as in, are we ever gonna make it? I I would say. I don't, I don't know that we ever got to that point. If we did, we never talked about I, it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever brought it up because it was never an option. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, there's definitely been things that have happened that other I mean, other, I mean, yeah, it, it that unfortunately that kind of thing happens when you go through uh, grievous times. Uh, but I feel like what we've gone through coming out the other end and, you know, not every day is the same. Uh, we still feel certain things at certain times throughout each year. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's the, we've gone through a crucible and I do like that word. I think it's, I think it's because of destiny. Don't kill it. Please don't kill it. Okay. It's not because of destiny. <laughs> no, don't kill the crucible word. Oh, don't kill it. Oh, don't overuse it. All right. But anyway, we've gone through it and we've come out, uh, 
victorious in the sense that we've experienced something that now we can help others. And uh, when, when we allow God to use what we Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and we've allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put it this way. He drives me nuts. I want to smack Wait, him God? Lot. Why does God? Dr- oh, me. <laughs> you know something Prime like example right there. <laughs> but oh, I do life without him. Yeah. I, oh, I always God. joke around if, if uh, Danielle ever leaves me, I'm going with her. <laughs> <laughs> there is no escape. There is a... There was another time we we grew semi distant when I went away for a weekend just by myself, and I got home. <laughs> she realized she got a lot more done in the house and stuff like that because I wasn't there. So he came home so and I said, I "Go, can you go away yeah. again?" Yeah, it was what was it like a week or two ago? You were like, "When are you going camping again?" <laughs> That's that was so not good. growing distant. Yeah, that was it's... being distant in location. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, misusing the word. Word theft. Uh, point of view is a view from a point. I'm gonna hurt you. Yeah. You can edit that part out too. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like something else? No. Okay. Did we answer your yeah? Yeah, I was gonna see if Zach had Zachary, a follow-up. do you have oh, any follow-up have... to that? I do not. Okay. All right. Back to Raylan. Yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> Ready for round two? Oh, boy. Do Wait, I, how many rounds are there? boxing gloves? Well, so far. Like, <laughs> and in this corner. <laughs> oh, man. Tense. Okay. So have you ever felt that there's been a time in your relationship where you've put the other person or your relationship itself more above God? Probably like unintentionally. I mean, I think. That, yeah, not knowing. I think yeah. every, every, every human. Yeah. But do you feel you've had it, like a moment where? You yeah, and, and honestly, it could be. We think we could have done that, but really, this is what you do for marriage. You know. Um, I would say maybe like, at, like after he quit his job, he was at. I mean, there were aspects of it that were excellent about him quitting the job, but um. I'd say it took me a while to get into a peaceful place that he was in because I was more focused on how was he going to provide? He needed a job. What were we going to do? Um, and and it took, it took God revealing that he was taking care of us that it was like, Oh yeah, you know, God is bigger than, Mm. than me depending on the earthly. Um, so that's one example. So, yeah. And I think sometimes even just like if you're feeling lonely, um, going through something, sometimes I think I've found myself realizing I haven't gone to God with it as much as I should have versus going to him. So, yeah, Hmm. never like a major Dom is above God, but there's been those moments, you know, all throughout where you, you kind of stop and go, mm, I had this backwards. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. That was not a scary question. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, see, it wasn't that bad, was it? I really expected you guys to learn something. Are you something sweating at the brow? <laughs> 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 You're good. All right. So then an uh, advice okay. question. Oh. For some advice. How to future couples, whatever, how do you, how do you, how do you push each other towards God? Like, how do you help each other get a better relationship with God? (laughs) Well, I I mentioned, how do you help other, how like advice to help other couples do that there? That's how that goes. Yeah. I mentioned, I mentioned earlier that we're the babies of our families. Um, So we're both really stubborn. (laughs) And, uh, I will. That is a miracle in and of itself that we are married. Really is. (laughs) Um, But I will do the young sibling art of nagging. Yes. Me? You nag me? I. I No, you do not. (laughs) I will just poke, poke, poke. Yes, he does do that. I do. Um, It's it's annoying. (laughs) I can imagine. Uh, well, I mean, like, I'll for myself anyway. I'll, I'll push her to 
engage in stuff. Like we, I think early off, early in our marriage, it was like every couple needs to do devotions together or you're not saved. Or, I, don't, I don't think it actually came to that point, but it was like every couple is supposed to do that. And I was like, we're not every couple though. You know, and I think we have a, a unique relationship where we, we do things together. Uh, when it comes to studying scripture, we, we dialogue, we, we discuss things a lot. I mean, a lot of the topics that we talk about on this podcast are because Danielle and I are constantly talking about things, you know? Um, so when these topics come up, we, uh, I, well, I try to anyway, push her to research things and study up on things. And from my vantage point, I think you just let me read. Let me say, I, yeah, you just give me the time. <laughs> a lot of time. I'm a slow reader. Um, I think that can be rough because it's Start hard over. for me to give advice from a perspective anymore of like a lot of our topics come up because of what both of our degrees have been recently. Um, like I definitely didn't engage in this level before getting a ministry degree. Um biblical studies degree but mm. so i don't but that's not true of ever like some other people who don't have those degrees still would have deeper conversations so that's why i'm kind of i'm not really entirely sure um because it really does depend on the personality and i wouldn't say like he said sitting and doing a devotion there's nothing wrong with that but it's also not the you have to do this to be strong um i do think that there's value in praying together um prayer has always sort of been a rough thing for me um but also praying for each other asking how you can pray for the other one um and then if you don't study scripture together you know, do do encourage and um encourage getting involved elsewhere too yeah. to just to, to grow because you can really only grow so much to me you can only grow so much on your own because if you're sitting and only ever studying on your own and it's never going beyond that if you're not getting challenged by others then yeah um so yeah. finding that like iron sharpens iron person for you um so it's good to have your spouse in on that but or you know your significant other but also encouraging that you know other other vantage points i guess and, and talk and talk too yeah. like honestly that's one of my favorite things is to talk with you about this. It, it, like when you find each other's passions and it just so happens to be that studying scripture is one of our passions. We talk about it a lot. There are other things that we're passionate about that we talk about too as well, you know, but I think for us, it's because that's our passion. And for me, I'm in a season that it's, um, I enjoy the talks. I'm, I'm going to be very honest. I don't, I don't sit and study scripture beyond our Bible studies and our talks right now. Um, between finishing mm -hmm. college and having small children, um, I I'm feeling very drained by that. And anytime I have started to sit and really try to dive in, it just never, not because I don't want to, honestly, it's just in a place of how do I sit without the interruption? How, um, I mean, it, cause every five minutes I hear mom and that's great. I love being a mom. And so that's just where I am where, so the dialoguing and even just looking up in scripture, the things we're talking about is sort of my form of studying right now. Um, whether or not people think that's correct or not, I honestly don't really care. Um, because that is where my journey is. And, um, and I still feel like I am, and you know, I know we shouldn't call it my feelings, I have grown a lot in my relationship with God and in our endeavor with this one fear thing, I think Dom and I have grown a lot closer and it hasn't been me sitting and pouring hours of time into studying the Bible on my own. It's just not what I'm doing. So that all of that to kind of say your journey might look different 
definitely take encouragement and ideas from people, but don't think, cause I've tried to do that. I've tried to take, Oh, this person's doing this and it looks great. It must mean that I'm supposed to do that. And it doesn't work. Yeah, and I fall on my, yeah. And I yeah. fall flat on my face and then you feel like you're failing in your relationship with God somehow. Um, but I think as long as you see growth and others see growth in you, I think that's what counts. You know, are you bearing fruit? Are you growing? Because you could sit and do X, Y, Z that's supposed to look right. But if there's no growth there, why are you doing it? Yeah. And really, if you're going to study scripture 24 seven, but you're not going to put it into practice then it's pointless. Um, it's just more knowledge because I mean, yeah, you've studied scripture and I'm going to throw this out there because I love you. <laughs> like, um, you exemplify more of scripture than most people I know, you know, like, (laughs) well, no, because like I, I go to work and I come home and I see, I I come home and I see what you've done for, for the house with the kids. Um, other like with your friend, like, I mean, you, you can network like no other. I don't (laughs) like Proverbs 31. Yeah. I, I mean, like when you, not me. Oh, most you of it so is, wrong. most of it is <laughs> all right. You didn't start up a business yet, but still <laughs> you did it what before. I, I, <laughs> I'm just validating. I was right. You're sweating. And, You're nervous. Well, I have layers on, <laughs> I have layers on and it is getting warm up here. Um, but no, like, it, it, like you can, talk to someone and remember everything about them, like their name. Uh, whereas I, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to be really nice. I'm, and you're yeah, I'm like, come on. You I'm being are not serious. taking the compliment. For once in my life, I'm being serious. <laughs> don't we know that I don't take compliments well? So just sit there and be silent for a second. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. One. I think that's in the Bible too. One. I'm just kidding. <laughs> one. You said for a second. That's, Fine. Oh, I thought she was silent till he's done. I thought thought she was counting down. I know. No, I thought she was giving you strikes. Like Mm. strike one. She's on strike like five thousand. Yes, probably (laughs) five thousand. That's it. I'm being generous. (laughs) I gave you grace. Yeah, sit back there. Don't go near the mic. Okay. So what I was saying, what I was saying, is that you can connect to people and put Bible in them without them even knowing, and without you even knowing. You can exemplify the love of Christ towards people, and I don't think you see it. It's just got really sweet. Like, wow. Because you're amazing. Look at me. Look at me. No, look at me. Not. You're amazing. Hey, no, eyes. Lock them. You keep shifting. You have shifty eyes, though. That's it. You're amazing. Thanks. You're welcome. Say that into the mic. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Your eyes are all watery. Are you going to cry? Don't cry. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. And that's what her response to that was. Whatever. <laughs> that's how she feels about you, Dom. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Whatever. Whoa. I'm editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's totally other things I could talk about about relationship, but you guys didn't ask them. So well, what do you want us what to do you ask? Think? What do I think? Wow. Talk about <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't you guys didn't ask like how we became a couple. What do you like mean? How, like how much she stalked me at, mm. at college? Yeah, that's but. exactly what happened. A <laughs> little bit. And I then, would go. Uh, I went to the library when I knew he was at the library. Yeah, one of your friends' battery died in their car, and they're like, mm. "Call Dom." And I answered the phone, and I'm like, uh, "You know, security has a thing that can jump a car, right?" That's just like totally missing. Totally missing the the cues there. <laughs> that's just how the female brain works. What can we get the guy we like to come out of his dorm? Mm-hmm. I was doing my homework. Yeah, okay. He was. <laughs> Nerd. 
is there any other advice maybe for for the this generate like the younger people because we're a lot younger so we really need (laughs) (laughs) how old do you think i am 92 (laughs) my soul is (laughs) but <laughs> well, you little whippersnapper. Dom is uh, five. <laughs> that is true. Oh, Back man. when I was your age, when my shoulders stayed in place well, and my hips told no lies. <laughs> Went honestly, honey. That was oh, good. <laughs> you are 20 years older than him. So you're... <laughs> now you're aging me. I am not quite 13 years older than you. You aged yourself with the PlayStation comment. Let's put that uh, out there. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Advice. Don't focus so much on the bad. Yeah. And I think that when that distance aspect comes into it, or, you know, the fact that if somebody, if they do something that makes you angry or annoys you or, you know, whatever it is, usually the last thing you want to do is be close to that person. But when you Mm. allow an inappropriate amount of distance or an an inappropriate kind of distance, um, it's easy to let those things um, grow and look Mm. worse and, then you 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 know you can start thinking of either it can lead you to think of other people or other people's situations looking better or just lead you down a path of all of the things that are wrong with this person. Um, yeah. So I think my encouragement would be I I don't even know what the advice is to keep, get your mind off of it, but sometimes yeah. it can become circumstances. It can be lack of sleep. It can be you know there's a lot of stuff that can kind of feed it, and sometimes you wake up the next day yeah. and go and you realize wow. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Would, like Tim Hawkins, like, why, be why are you being such a psycho? <laughs> um, but in all honesty, because I think that we, we're almost um, taught to, you know, here's all these bad things and I have to look for something better. Um, so when you find yourself in that, start remembering all of the reasons that you admire and love that person. Um, but also look at yourself. Like what, what can yeah. you change about your actions, your whatever, yeah. um, you yeah. know, in this world of let's think about ourselves. Let's actually think about ourselves in the way of how can I do Improve better? Yeah. For yeah. them, not ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How can we serve? Exactly. Um, yeah. You, you done? Yeah. Okay. Well, my advice uh, would be to understand what compatibility is and mm. uh, with how many dating apps and, and websites and everything that there are, it's all about compatibility and uh, compatibility is not that you get along that you like everything. well and that you like all the same stuff that it's not what compatibility is. Compatibility mm. is that you have differences and can uh, use the battery analogy. You, yeah, I was getting there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've heard this one, I guess, <laughs> before. Um, so way back uh, in the ancient times when we had those flip phones, <laughs> uh, you, this may be really hard to comprehend, but the phones actually lasted longer than the batteries. So we can like run over right. the phone with a, uh, with a car and it would still work. Uh, but the battery That's would cool. end up dying and you can go and get a new battery for it. His mind. I know. It's just, wow. <laughs> wow. Give me one of those phones. Durability. Durability. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I had to do that at some point. All right. So anyway, so you get a battery and it's like, you have to get a specific kind for this, for this battery. Now, the phone yeah. is not the same thing as the battery and the battery yeah. is not the same thing as the phone, but you put those two things together and they work each other out. Yeah. So the phone functions, the, the battery is doing what it's supposed to do. It, it all comes down to that. So when it comes to compatibility, there should be things that you are not capable of doing that another person is able to. Those are called differences. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but making it so simplified, but really that's what it is. Like you have differences and these things yeah. can be uh, an empowerment to the, to the other person, you know, where, where they may lack, you can uh, fill in for that and vice versa, where you lack, they can fill in for that. Uh, so when it comes to compatibility, it's not about like, you guys know how to do the same thing and you like the same thing. Well, that, that's great. Um, mm -hmm. there it's should not be a last based on just that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we need a, a sense of, uh, being able to make ourselves vulnerable to say, I need help because I can't do this. And this person steps in your wife, your girlfriend, your, you know, whoever, and right. They do it better. And that's, okay. and that's great. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't have to be the best at everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and that right there, that is what compatibility is. There was a, a mm. summit, a relation, no parenting, some kind of summit thing that I just, There's this event that I listened to. <laughs> and one of the things they said was one of like the big lies that they, I guess we're debunking with, with this was that equality is not sameness. Yes. Boom. Well, I really liked that. Wow. Wow. Really is mulling that over. Yeah. She's staring off into space. That means she's thinking she'll be back in an hour. <laughs> How are those pieces of advice, Zach? Um, very helpful. Um, no, I think, I think the compatibility bar is real big too. Um, and being able to, right. It kind of leads to communication too. Cause like, um, communications, everything. And so you gotta be able to express like who I am and who they are and not judge each other and work on certain things together. And you'll find out through communication. It seems like that. Yeah. You'll have, you know, things that I'm better at and that they're better at and it kind of comes together. Um, and I guess kind of concluding what you were saying, Danielle is like, yeah, um, less communication, um, or you said distance, right. And then when you have distance that leads to like more resentment, it seems like, and the more you're like distant, um, it can really grow that, um, confusion and then lead to like being actually harder to be compatible with type of thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think like we said, sometimes distance might be necessary, but not, I would, I would say do not choose to do the distance in the midst of those types of emotions and feelings. Um, yeah. Be and, counter right. to that, go yeah. toward that person in those moments and stuff. Don't base right. your decisions off of those emotions either. Yeah. 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 Kind of just follow your heart. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get the echo going for you. No. No. <laughs> so it's funny that that's such a thing, even like within Christian realms, follow your heart. Really? Whenever the Bible says your heart is deceitful above all else. That's, yeah. Oh. I think it was uh, Jesus that said, follow me. Mm. Yeah. So big piece of advice. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I really came off as a jerk there. <laughs> well, well. Um, love is a choice. Uh, yeah. So on the days yeah. that you don't feel like loving or that person doesn't seem as lovable, yeah. um, you choose because love is we can go back to you know DC talk. Love is a verb, um, which you know they might have actually redone an old song. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. It's an action. Yeah. You you live it out. Hmm. So even if you don't feel it, you do it. Would you agree that like uh, love and relationship? It's definitely accepting the person for like who they are. Uh, obviously, you can grow in certain areas, like flaws spiritually. But except, yeah, it's accepting the person who they are and not trying to change them basically um, and getting them to be this other person that they're not. Yeah, it, that makes me, that just a thought came to my mind when you said that. Uh, 
yeah, we, we shouldn't be the ones that are trying to change the other person. It needs yeah. to be God. Um, it, yeah. Cause God is the only one that, I mean, God can definitely put people in your lives that are going to influence you, but you know, when it right. comes to the foundational things, especially that is something that God needs to work in, in all of us. When I'm thinking of love being a verb, I think of Jesus dying on the cross, despite the horrible things that people were saying and doing. And that mm. I think when people like to say, Jesus loves us no matter what, that's great. I would be very mm -hmm. shocked if he always felt that. And I'm, and I'm not going to be the person that says either way, but when we think and we look at what they call love to be. Yeah. Yep. He he still loved us in his actions despite our actions. Yeah. It, having an attitude like that, like just think standing before God and he says, you know, something along the lines like, My son died for you, and it's that's the attitude you have. Mm. You know, like Yeah. <laughs> That's a scary, like it's very place to be. Yeah. But it puts it in perspective. It puts it in if we can be forgiven of all of that, if we can be loved through all of that. Um, I mean, I know we're human, but we have we have the spirit in us to enable us to love well. Mm. The Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I guess uh, we should give a bit of a disclaimer too that. You know, if you're in one of those relationships that is just absolutely horrible and abusive, seek help. Seek help. Seek asylum. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I mean, not not all hope is lost, uh, but you know, I would not feel guilty about leaving a person like that. Yeah. You know, and I I think uh, oh, wasn't recently David Platt had a message yeah. like something one of the things through uh, basically our advice and our what we've been through is based on not those kind of extremes i mean yeah we are not at all advising things such as that yeah and don't no don't use excuses <laughs> you know what i mean um because i know like for a younger generation it's like you have your whole life ahead of you and one of the ideas is like i want that perfect person you know and uh, mm -hmm. try to be that perfect person first. Like when it comes to the compatibility stuff or somebody maybe not being the right person for you, that that's okay. I think sometimes it's looked at negatively if this person isn't X, Y, and Z to us, but sometimes it's like, no, that doesn't make them or you a bad person. It just means you are not right for each other. Um, mm -hmm. I've known people who have had, who have made that really hard decision and withdrawn from even an engagement because they were, mm. they realized, you know, this isn't the right thing. Um, and it can be really hard, really hard to do. So that's like on the flip side of, you know, sometimes we talked about that commitment thing, but at the same time, don't just say, well, I have to go forward with this because, oh, I said, I'm yeah. going to marry them. Um, mm -hmm. Seek the Lord. Seek wisdom. And a frequent word that you should uh, sear into your mind, into your heart and soul is, I forgive you. And the second one, mm -hmm. and third one, and fourth is, I'm sorry. And I think it's the fifth uh, one, too. Yeah. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of humbling. It takes a lot of, like I said earlier, it takes vulnerability. And I, I don't, I forget how often I teach the, <laughs> the same thing over and over again, but, uh, the, the picture of Christ on the, on the cross, uh, that was the greatest act of love ever recorded in history. And it was also the yeah. same moment of the, when Jesus was the most vulnerable. So take that, take that into consideration. Um, so should we wrap it up here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. That was All really right. good. Well, thank you very much, Zachary and Ray. Thank you for these questions. Yeah. And just to let everybody listening know, we did not know these questions ahead of time because <laughs> hence the dumbfounded the, look on our face. If you we can, it, yeah, if, <laughs> we can if you if we this. had video, oh my goodness. <laughs>
This is fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. We have yeah. little question marks animated above our heads. <laughs> like, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> I really do enjoy these kind. Yeah, I like these ones too. Yeah. This is um, fun. So they well, maybe we'll think of another one to do like this <laughs> in yes. the future. Uh, maybe season let, two. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you could be here in person for one of them. Yes, that'd be yeah. even better. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the One Fear podcast. Rate and review. Email us questions, comments, and or concerns. And uh, visit our website, onefear.net, uh, for any other information. Thank you for listening. Live such good lives. Live such good lives. Go ahead, Redling. Say Live such good lives. One more time. Hang on. Go ahead. Live such good lives. lives. (laughs) (laughs) Good. All right. Have a good day, everyone.